I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Up next, C.J. Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Imagine passing a law saying you cannot provide water or food for someone standing in line to vote. Can't do that? Come on. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. What's up, guys? Welcome to CJ Pearson Uncensored. Back at you kind of after an unintended uh, week off. Guys, I cannot even express to you how sick I was just a few days ago. Literally felt like I was hit by like a truck. Uh, I I couldn't move. Uh, Everything was stuffed up. Like my head was stuffed. My chest was congested. Like it literally felt like I had COVID, but COVID's not real. So I was like, it can't be that. I mean, it wasn't that. Um, It was like strep throat apparently, Um, which I had never had before I'd gotten to college. So when they like tell you that like for your freshman year, you're going to contract all these random and weird sicknesses that you've never had before. I thought that was a joke. Turns out it really isn't. Um, So this weekend, while everyone else was kind of going back home for Easter, which was going to kind of be my plan, I was either going to go home or go um, celebrate Easter with my friend's family down in Montgomery, Alabama, um, I was literally bedridden. Like I couldn't move. I had no energy to move. I had no interest in moving. I couldn't talk. My throat was hurting. Guys, I was down bad. And I'm actually still pretty sick, like not like terribly sick, like I can't move anymore. I can move, I'm I'm out and about, I can finally talk again, which is good. Now every, you know, 15 or so minutes do I have like coughing attacks? Sure, sure. But you know, it's all about the little progress that we're we're making and I'm glad to be back behind the saddle, glad to be back here for you guys. Um, And the great thing about it is that for you, you guys get two episodes this week because we're making up for lost time. And so, and, and, and the great thing about this week, too, is that there's so much going on that there actually is more than enough to talk about over two episodes this week. I'm glad that we're doing two episodes this week because as I was bedridden, as I was laying in bed with nothing to do, all I could really do was like scroll through Twitter and see what was going on in the world. And what I saw really didn't surprise me. Um, it was Lil Nas, um, I don't know, uh, condemning himself to hell. It was... Uh, you know, corporations thinking that they run entire governments that that we that they that they know how to run our states better than we do. Uh, it was a combination of things. It was people calling election laws the new Jim Crow, 
while unironically saying it because little do they think we realize that we know that they literally created Jim Crow. So maybe they actually are a subject matter expert on all things Jim Crow, considering they literally wrote those laws. The Democrat Party wrote those laws that were Jim Crow. So maybe when it comes to knowing what Jim Crow is, I've got to say, maybe they do have a little bit of a competitive advantage there. Um, But beyond that, you know, jokes, all jokes aside, I think it's interesting, though, to see what's happening in in Georgia. You know, I'm from Georgia, grew up in Georgia all my life. It's my home. And it it amazes me that people are so wound up by people saying that we should secure our elections. Like, seriously, like that, that, that's what people are wound up by. People are wound up because people are saying that we should secure our elections. The people of Georgia deserve to have free and fair elections that are secure. That's what people are wound up by. That's what people are upset by. That's why the MLB moved the All-Star game. That's why you have Delta, Coca-Cola, and all these other companies getting all up in arms about it and saying, oh, my God, this is a, an affront to the values on which America was founded, all these things. I'm just like, literally, this law just simply says, like, you need an ID when you go vote. Guys, do you know what else you need an ID to do in this country? You need an ID to drive a damn car. You need an ID to go buy alcohol. You need an ID to go buy nicotine, a cigarette, a cigar. You need an ID when you go to an MLB game if you're picking up your tickets at the at the Will Call gate. You need an ID when you get on a plane. You need an ID when you virtually do anything of any type of importance in here, in the world. I need an ID when I'm entering my dorm. I need an ID when I'm going on to a military installation. Um, I need an ID. When I, you know, again, when you're just going through, like, there's so many examples that I I could really, this could be the entire show, just instances in which you need your ID. So this entire concept that, like, it is such a far-fetched idea, it's so discriminatory and disproportional to acquire people that maybe, just maybe, they, I don't know, get an ID is literally the dumbest thing. But also, I made a point in a video that I made recently that it's also very, very racist. It's racist because it literally operates under this assumption that black people are too damn stupid to know how to secure an ID. Basically, too dumb to know how to exist. Because as I said, you need an ID to do all those other things. You need an ID to go cash a check. You need an ID to operate, to open a bank account, all of those things. So basically, you're saying that black people are too dumb to get an ID to vote. So how else are they living, right? How else are they operating and in modern society without one. Oh, are they just not because they're too dumb to do that? And, and when you throw the argument in their face like that, they're like, no, 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 black people. They're not too dumb to get an ID. It's just, it's unfair to ask them that. But it's not unfair to ask white people that. So you're saying white people are more capable of securing an ID than black people. Isn't that also racism? Isn't that denoting or uh, alluding to some type of racial superiority that white people are for some reason more capable of getting an ID? Is that not racism? exemplified it is it is they don't know it is because for some reason white liberals have this thing where they can't ever acknowledge their own racism or the history of their party's racism they can't acknowledge segregation or the fact that they are the literal founders of the kkk and every single racist law has really ever existed in this country all came from them um and so they just try to gaslight us they try to pretend as if that you know, they call everything racist because that's all they know how to do. 
They're not going to argue about the merits of the legislation, about the fact that it actually expands access to early voting. And actually, what some people are saying, it doesn't even go far enough. The president released a statement that I found actually very interesting earlier today, actually criticizing the legislation because of how far it or how it did not go far enough. And I thought that was actually really interesting because it's like people are all up in arms about this. You know, Dallas is releasing statements. Coca-Cola is going on. CNBC condemning it, all this stuff. Um, But literally, you have the president, Donald Trump, saying that this just didn't go far enough. His statement reads this. Too bad the desperately needed election reforms in Georgia didn't go further as their originally approved bill did. But the governor and lieutenant governor would not go for it. The watered down version that was just passed and signed by Governor Kemp, while better than before, doesn't have signature matching and many other safety measures which were sadly left out. This bill should have been passed before the 2020 presidential election. Amen to that. Not after. It is now reported that chain of custody records for over 400,000 absentee ballots are missing or not being shown. I wonder why. Show them now. The Democrats in Georgia really pushed the Republicans around with the so-called consent consent decree, which was illegally signed by the Secretary of State without legislative approval. A Democrat dream. Boycott all the woke companies that don't want voter ID and free and fair elections. Amen, Donald J. Trump. Amen. Seriously, like, here's the deal. When I look at, as a Georgian, as a conservative Georgian, I'm like, thank you for finally doing this. But keyword there is finally, right? Because why didn't this happen before the Senate elections? Why didn't this happen before the presidential election? And if it had happened before, then I think there's a lot of people who have made the fair argument that we might still have control of the U.S. Senate. We might still have control of the White House. And let's not pretend as if this wasn't impossible to do, right? Like, sure, there's a 40-day session in Georgia. It's a part-time legislature, sure. But the governor, and powers given to him by the Constitution of the state, has the power to call a special session for any reason that he wants. But he chose not to. He didn't. He chose to allow Stacey Abrams, Ryder Raffensperger, all those people to push him around. And that's why when I always talk about we need conservatives who know how to fight, I literally mean that because this is what happens when we don't, right? We have... Number one, we lose elections we had no business losing. Uh, We have, and and also, too, I think it emboldens our opponents, right? The reason Delta and MLB and all these companies probably think that they can push conservatives around and push Georgia around specifically is because in the past, it seems to really worked. It seems to have actually been pretty effective in terms of getting what they want done. And if it worked before, why not try it again, right? They've seen Kemp fold. They've seen Kemp roll over for them. And I gotta say, I like the governor as a person. But at the end of the day, when I'm looking at where our country is right now, we have no time for people who will run away from a fight. We have no time for people who will back down in the face of adversity when the left is desperately trying to steal our elections. We have no time for that because if we tolerate that, if we live with that, if we just continue to just deal with it and accept it as if, as if it's inevitable, Then we lose election after election after election. And that will be the reality time and again. And if you want to live in a blue America for the rest of your life, go ahead, roll over and accept it. But that's not the America I want. So you're going to be living that America alone. Because I'm going to fight like hell. And I don't give a damn about what MLB has to say. I don't give a damn about what Delta has to say. I don't give a damn about what any big corporation has to say about my interest in ensuring 
that our elections are secure. If they have a problem with that, well, they can voice it to anyone else but me. Because like I said, I frankly just don't give a damn. I'll see you guys after the I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Welcome back. So basically in the aftermath of all this legislation that's happened in Georgia, corporate America seems to mistakenly, but seems to mistakenly believe that they can just bully main America into doing whatever the hell they want, right? They think that they can tell Georgia and states like Georgia that we are not allowed to secure our elections, that we're not allowed to ensure that only legal votes are cast, that we're not allowed to ensure that voter fraud does not exist in a country that's supposed to be a model for what democracy is supposed to look like. According to them, we should just allow anyone and everyone to vote with no restrictions, no safeguards, no guidelines, no guidance, because that is what democracy is supposedly supposed to be. And they think that they can release these statements, these press releases, these interviews, and that they can make us do whatever they please. They think that they can move their baseball games like the MLB did. And that's going to, for some reason, result in them getting their way, getting what they want. But what they don't seem to realize is the irony of all of this. So the MLB says that the reason they're opposed to all of these voter or election reform laws is because they actually disproportionately hurt black and brown people. But what they seemingly didn't realize is that their very decision to move the MLB All-Star game hurt black and brown people. Atlanta is a city which I'm pretty sure is around 52 or 53% black. And the MLB All-Star Game, guess how much money it was supposed to bring in to the state of Georgia and the state of Atlanta? $100 million. And guys, in addition to that statistic, let's talk about the fact that upwards of 40% of businesses in Atlanta are black-owned. The businesses that would have benefited, of course, from a game like the MLB All-Star Game being played in their city. But because of the lies being spewed by people like Stacey Abrams, who simply have no regard for the truth or any regard for facts, she is a novelist, right? That's what she did. She wrote romantic novels and, um, yeah, like, ew. Like, not romantic novels, ew, like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But, like, can we just seriously dwell and just think about the fact that, like, Stacey Abrams and her free time was just literally writing 
romantic novels. Like I, I, I just, I don't want to visualize it. I don't want to, yeah. I don't even want to read one. That sounds frightening. I, 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 one of y'all reading, y'all, y'all let me know how it is. Y'all let me know. But I, I digress. Back, back to what we're saying. Anyways, the, she loves fiction. So she lies and she lies through her teeth. She makes up things. She says that this is going to restrict voting. It doesn't. It actually expands access to early voting. You're looking at a, at a legislation that gave Georgia more days of early voting than states like Delaware and Colorado. States that both ran by Democrats, right? And so if, if basically their argument is that Republicans are trying to strip away the right to vote from, from people. They're trying to make it harder to vote. They're trying to make it impossible for people to get involved and engage in their government. Then how come our laws are less stringent than the laws on the books in blue states, right? Like, and I'm coming, I'm, I'm coming at this argument from someone that, that's saying that these laws probably need to be tougher. This is not the end all be all. This is not the end for election reform in Georgia. This should be the beginning. Because there is more work to be done. As the president's statement said, we're talking about signature matching. We're talking about these drop boxes that need to be looked at and addressed. We're talking about the machines. Like, guys, this legislation did not ban Dominion or anything like that. So there's a lot of reforms that a lot of people in this space are saying just need to also be explored. And this is only the first step. And so Stacey Ayers is mad now. Like, damn, Stacey, you're about to be even more mad. You might want to you might want to take some deep breaths. Because if you're mad now, wait until, oof, just wait. Just wait, Stacey. Just wait. Just wait. You know, because like this is, this should and is just the beginning. And, and it should be because, guys, there is nothing more important in terms of our country than ensuring that we, the people, are, have the ability to have faith in our elections. Like, and the ability for them to be carried out. Because if we lose faith in our ability to elect our own leaders, then it just becomes nothing more than a coordination. It becomes nothing more. Guys, you still here? I'm like still sick. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <coughs> you know, it becomes nothing more than a coordination. And that is not what America is supposed to be, what it's ever supposed to be like. And I, and, and I, and I said this earlier this week. I said, guys, I refuse to allow some random corporation to tell me how I'm supposed to be living. Or really to govern our state. And for a long time, I'll tell you, when I, when I saw these statements come in, I was like, damn, we're about to back down. This legislation's not going to get through. Because I've seen time and again Republicans just, really, like, we, I think Trump, that's the thing about that, that I always tell people, hate Trump or love Trump. Trump taught Republicans how to fight again. Like, he literally did. Like, the Romney Republican Party would have been like, Delta, you're right, Coca-Cola, you're right. I'm sorry I made you mad. Please forgive me. Like, what do I need to do? Like, does Coca-Cola need, like, a $1 million tax subsidy? You've got it. Like, does Delta need a $1 million or whatever? You got it. That's literally what the Romney Republican Party would have done. That's what the McCain Republican Party would have done. The Trump Republican Party is Republicans saying, MLB, you mad? Stay mad. The Trump Republican Party has Coca-Cola saying, you mad? Then we'll drink Pepsi. And God, I don't want to drink Pepsi. I really don't want to drink Pepsi. Please. Like, I'm just saying, like, Coca-Cola, can you please behave? Can you please act right, Coca-Cola? Because I do not want to drink. But I am from Georgia. Literally, born and raised in Augusta, home of the Masters. The last thing I want to do is drink Pepsi. And so, you know, like this is personal for a lot of reasons. Number one, I disagree with what Coca-Cola is saying from a ideological standpoint. But I'm like, damn, I'm mad because you're making me drink Pepsi. So not only are you offending me by your wrongness, but you're also inconveniencing me. So cancel Coke. Cancel Coca-Cola. 
Coca-Cola, you're canceled. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, this is, you, you hear the pain in my voice. Like, yeah, that's that's because of the Pepsi, but. Oh, Jesus. Um, you know, but that's the deal. Is like, conservatives are actually looking at, at these organizations. They're saying, like, stay mad. You want to be mad? Like, stay mad. Like, we're not going to apologize for securing our elections and showing that they're free and fair, making it easy to vote and hard to cheat. We're not going to apologize and never should we. Never should we. Remember that. Remember that. Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Welcome back, guys. So it's Masters Week in Augusta. So this is personal for me. Growing up in Augusta all my life, I... Literally watched the Masters every single year I've been alive. Um, it's a big deal in, in my hometown for obvious reasons. Even though, fun fact, most people in Augusta actually are never in Augusta. Um, like, who are from Augusta. Like, they're never in Augusta during the Masters. They rent out their houses, and they literally just, like, go on vacation. Because, like, unlike every other place, this was really interesting when I came to Bama. Because it's, like, every other place in the country, like, does spring break in, like, March. But... Augusta doesn't and like never has because our spring break coincides with the Masters. So if the Masters is and, and, and usually always is, it's like the first or second week of April, like that's when we're going to be on break. And so literally whenever we would go on spring break, we would probably be like the only place in the country um, to be on spring break. Maybe I think maybe a few like northern states like New York may do like spring break around now, but as far as other places, like I like, I remember going like to like different tour spots, like when we would be on break, like go to Tennessee, go to the beach, and literally would I, we would be like the only kids there, and like here in Alabama, I went on spring break, I think like like mid March, early March, and so um, definitely like it is different. But you know what's interesting though is that the Masters has gotten a little bit of backlash, and it's exactly for the thing you probably think it's about. Um, it's called. The Masters, and so that apparently in some woke part of the world, that's racist, and it is indicative of black people being owned and all of these things. So it's indicative of black people being owned or something like that. Even though anyone with like I don't know a fairly small amount of common sense realizes that it's actually not about that at all. It's really about the master of golf. Um, you know, folks like Tiger Woods, Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson. Jason Day, um, names like those, like they are the masters of their sport. They do that. They are the goats of what they do. 
um, but in some random lab where these people are created. Because I refuse to believe these people are actual real human beings. Like, right? Like, there's no way that, like, there's a real human being who goes out in their day and just randomly decides, like, I'm going to be offended by the name of the masters that existed for God knows how long. And I'm going to make it, like, a big racist thing. Like, no one else has ever said this, but, like, 2021, that's the time I'm going to make this, like, the new KKK. Like, oh, my God, it's called the Masters. Yeah, like, these people can't be wrong. Like, they're literally created in a lab in, like, Nancy Pelosi's basement. Yeah. Like, it, like, uh, like it's her personal Frankenstein. Like, these people are not real. Like, you cannot explain to me that these people are real. Then you know, the people who believe they're, like, 100 genders. These people aren't real. They are. They can't be. Like they, they like they might be like 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 figures or like like organisms or something they're not real they're like human beings like no 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 can't be real can't be real can't be real and like there's tons of other things people that believe children should get sex changes not real hmm, not real uh people that believe that like i don't know uh, i don't know like that kamala harris isn't like running the country <laughs> not real um yeah so yeah basically yeah that's that but um, it's interesting though, because it's just like, I, as I said, I grew up watching the masters and so many people did, I guess it's actually, I think well on its way to being a majority black city. It's one of the biggest things that a lot of Augustans have a lot of pride for. And if you told those black Augustans that the masters was a racist stand, they would literally look at you and be like, what the hell are you smoking? Because pot's not legal in Georgia. So literally what the hell are you smoking? Um, cause it must be crack. I mean, it's like, What? Like, literally what? Like, what is going on in our country right now where people have literally made this a thing? Like, cancel the Masters. It's called the Masters. Yeah. I want to die. Yeah. Like, literally what? No. Anyways, guys, hopefully it gets better. It won't. Hopefully it does, though. Um, These people. Ah, people. Not people. Like I said, they're not real. These things. People. Ah, darn it guys i've really got to condition myself here um these others they are just deluded and that's why there are people like me and you who are here to lead them to water you know like like moses led the uh you know led the folks of the promised land. that's what we're here for that's what we're here so know that's your role know that's your role god bless you guys thank you guys for listening i'll be back here next week i'll see you guys uh, actually, no, I won't be back here next week. I'll be back here in two days with an interview with Congresswoman Lori Boebert. Can't wait to speak with her about gun issues and gun control and the craziness coming out of Congress and state legislators across the country from Democrat lawmakers in response to recent gun shootings. We'll talk about all that, her career, her sentence in Congress, and what's next for her in just a few days. So watch this space. Be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you guys not too long from now. Hey guys, CJ Pearson here. Join us right here on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts for the same hard-hitting truth because we'll never stop fighting for you. Right here on CJ Pearson Uncensored. CJ Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.